Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Judges. We're going to be doing chapter 5 in Judges. Back in chapter 4, remember Deborah had just prodded the cowardly commander Barak to, um, you know, get up and go into battle. He wouldn't go unless she went with him. She went with him, and uh, the victory was won, but the ultimate uh, victory was from another woman. Uh, this woman, uh, Sisera, uh, their commander was escaping, and uh, she goes to jail. Um, not jail, but jail was the name of the woman. He, she goes to this woman's tent, and he hides. she hides him under a carpet. Uh, she gives him some milk to drink, and then she puts him back under the carpet, and then ends up clobbering him with a mallet and a tent peg, and rams it through his skull. Boom. So the mighty commander, uh, Sisera, uh, is killed. So now we come to chapter 5, and Deborah is singing a song. Uh, And it's it's listed in my Bible as the song of Deborah and Barak. But really, it says, verse 1, Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of uh, Abinoam, on that day. Now, whether Barak's singing very loudly, I don't know. He probably is trying to sing a little bit to take credit, but it's really the faith of Deborah that carried the day. He didn't have the faith to do this, and the Lord really fought for them um, that we see. And uh, But it's also praising the people that did from the tribes come out and fight with them. Now, some of the tribes, they didn't help. You know, McGee kind of makes the point, like, look, look at uh, our countries today. You know, like there are people who are willing to step up and and fight for the country. And then there are people who don't want to fight. Even the general, even the commander, the the cowardly Barack, he didn't want to go fight. You know, she had to prod him. And so it was, you know, she's singing a joyful uh, praise to the Lord for the great victory, and also uh, to the people who helped. And um, the ultimate, you know, victory was was the Lord's victory, but the praise doesn't go to the, to the uh, commander 
Barak. It goes to jail, but the woman who actually killed uh, Sisera. And it, and it, the, the song concludes um, with Deborah, who is a mother. Uh, she thinks of as a mother of the person who got killed. Uh, the mother of Sisera. So it ends like her heart is sort of thinking and going out to Sisera's mother who dies um, because, again, she's not a military person. So let's jump right in with this in mind. Verse 1, Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of uh, Ananoam, on that day. That And and the word then sang, that word sang, uh, is a feminine form of, of the verb sang, and it sort of implies she sang. So another um, another um, sort of piece here that this is really Deborah's song. Verse 2, that the leaders took the lead in Israel, that the people offered themselves willingly, bless the Lord. So in other words, she's grateful that people took the lead and people offered themselves Verse 3, Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes, to the Lord I will sing. I will make melody to the Lord, the God of Israel. So what is she doing? After the Lord gives his provision, after the Lord delivers them, she is worshiping. She is praising. Now, this song is a song, it's it's more like a, uh, like she's, this kind of a song is, is, her sort of an expository, just sort of um, storytelling here. To, but she's offering it to praise. And it shows us another thing, that we can praise God any way we want to. You know, she can bring a lot of people together and say, hey, you know what, I want to praise God, and I'm going to sort of formally here recount what just happened. And we can praise Him all together. And it refocuses people's hearts in a praiseworthy fashion. And it's something we ought to be doing in our lives today. When God gives us a provision, we ought to praise Him. But not just praise Him silently in our hearts. Get people together so people can hear you be thankful. How often do we do that? She wanted everybody to hear how thankful her heart is for the Lord. Verse 4, Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the region of Edom, the earth trembled, the earth, the heavens dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. The mountains quaked before the Lord, even Sinai before the Lord, the God of Israel. It starts with the Lord. This is all you're doing. And... We're putting you in your mighty place. We are exalting you. Verse 6, in the days of Shamgar, he's a judge, remember? The, he, he killed a bunch of people with a, uh, an ox goad. He used what he had. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were abandoned, unsafe, and travelers kept to the byways. In other words... Before all this happened, things weren't very good. Okay? Things were not safe. You know, nobody wanted to take the main highways because there'd be robbers out there. 
The villagers ceased in Israel. There weren't any leaders. They ceased to be until I arose. I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. There were no men there to take the lead. So Deborah says she arose up. She became a judge. She was a mother who stood up because there was no men around. Look what God can use. Look who God can use. Doesn't matter. Man or woman, it depends on faith. Verse 8. When new gods were chosen, then war was in the gates. Was shield or spear to be seen among 40,000 in Israel? It's a rhetorical question. No. They chose themselves new gods. They wanted to modernize. They wanted to upgrade. They wanted to keep up with the, the, the Gentiles living around them. It was old-fashioned, maybe, to have a God you couldn't see. They wanted to have a God they could see, so they built idols. And a lot of these people, worshiping Baal, they had very you know, sensual overtones to the worship rites. So people's, it appealed to their immorality. So they chose new gods, and then there's war in their gates. Nobody was prepared. There was no shield or spear to be seen. People were denying God. Verse 9, my heart goes out to the commanders of Israel who offered themselves willingly among the people. You know, there were some people who were trying to protect them, and her heart went out to them. Bless the Lord. Their faith, what they did, gave glory to God. Verse 10, tell of it. You who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, She's talking about the rich people. And you who walk by the way, the poor people, to the sound of musicians at the watering places, there they repeat the righteous triumphs of the Lord, the righteous triumphs of his villagers in Israel. Okay. So he, she, she's saying, look, this praise should be heard by the rich and the poor alike. Then down to the gates marched the people of Israel. They, they refocused. The people of Israel sort of, you know, started, you know, realizing they're in trouble. Verse 12, awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, break out in a song. Deborah's saying, my heart is wake, you know, she's been called to service. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives, O son of Anan. Uh, Abinoam, then down marched the remnant of the noble. The people of the Lord marched down for me against the mighty. So now she's sort of putting it in a song form, but now she's waked up. She, I mean, she woke up. Barak sort of has been called to wake up. You know, she called him to wake up. And then the, she says this remnant of the noble and the common people, they rose up. To fight. And now there's some tribes that helped and tribes that didn't. From Ephraim, their root, they marched down to the valley. Following you, Benjamin, your kinsman, from Maker, marched down. From Zebulun, from Ishakar, from Ishakar the faithful. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the clan. Okay, so we, we talked about all these people who are helping, and then we get down 
towards the ends of verse 15 and 16, among the clans of Reuben, there were great searchings of the heart. Why did you sit still among the sheepfolds to hear the whistling for the flocks among the clans of Reuben? There were great searchings of the heart. In other words, they were saying, you know, well, I'm not sure I really want to go into battle. Gilead saved, stayed beyond the Jordan. And Dan, why did he stay with the ships? In other words, they didn't go. Asher sat still at the coast of the sea, staying by his landings. Okay? They didn't go. And then she circles back. Zebulun is a people who risk their lives to the death. Naphtali, too, on the heights of the field. In other words, they helped. The kings came, they fought, and they fought the kings of Canaan. All right? She's telling of the people they fought. At Tanak, by the waters of Medigo, they got no spoils of silver from, in other words, they did not prevail against the nation Israel, these remnant of the people. From heaven the stars fought, and from their courses they fought against Sisera. In other words, God was fighting from heaven against Sisera. Okay? The torrent Kishon swept them away. And then we get, um, so Sisera gets routed. Then we drop down to verse 23. Curse Meraz, Meraz, says the angel of the Lord, curse its inhabitants thoroughly because they did not come to help. They did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Okay, so I don't we don't know who Meraz is, as McGee says, but they didn't come to help. Bottom line. Look at our lives today. Are we in the battle? Are we in the spiritual are on the spiritual battlefield? Or are we just sitting on the sidelines, searching our hearts? God's asking us to help do his work. Verse 24, most blessed of women be Jael, wife of Heber the Kenite, of tent-dwelling women most blessed. And then he goes on to talk about when, Bar- when um, Sisera comes in, he's hiding, he's been defeated. He comes, in, he comes into her tent and she hides him under a rug and ends up bashing his head with um, a tent peg with a, with a hammer and just sends that thing right through his head, you know, when he's there under this rug sleeping. And she gets um, kind of the glory for being the one to, to kill the mighty Sisera. Okay, now we come down to verse 28. Deborah is still singing the song, but... What do, what do you think? Her heart goes out to Sisera's mother because she's thinking, I wonder what she must be thinking right now. Out of the window she peered, the mother of Sisera wailed through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the hoofbeats of his chariots? In other words, the mother is, you know, wondering where her son is and why he's not coming home. And she's sort of answering in her heart, he must have been killed in battle. Her wisest princesses answer, indeed, she answers herself. Have they not found and divided the spoil, a womb or two for every man? So she's sort of talking a little bit about 
what the mother what must go be going through the mind of this mother talking about maybe they're you know are they are they really looking for the spoils of the victory or there's no victory and she concludes this song Deborah does in verse 31 with praise to the Lord so May all your enemies perish, O Lord, but your friends be like the sun as he rises in his might. Okay, that's how she concludes the prayer, with praise for the Lord. And sort of, um, sort of, the friends of the Lord are those who fought with him, who stood with him, who their hearts were still trusting in him in faith. And the land had rest for 40 years. Okay? There you go. So we're going to stop here. We'll turn uh, we'll um, we'll continue our study through the book of Judges uh, tomorrow. We'll be starting verse uh, chapter 6. So many great lessons for us today about standing up for God, keeping our faith alive. No matter what goes on, God has been delivering this people even though so many of the people would not stand with him and their hearts were not on him. We'll stop here. Uh, God bless you all as always. Keep your hearts centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. We'll see you here next time. And again, our thoughts and prayers are with sweet Emma. God bless you all. We'll see you back here tomorrow.